listeners. I hope you're all hanging in there this week. I know that we're in the middle of some stressful and uncertain times. I do welcome you, though, to Season 3 of Look to See Me, a podcast that invites you to look closer at the lives of people around you and to take time to hear their stories. I'm Chris Peppel, and today I'm going to talk about people making one right choice at a time today. There's a quote from Frozen 2 that says, When one can see no future, all one can do is the next right thing. Ah, the next right thing. As I am keeping my social distance from everyone, as we all face this pandemic together, I am staying informed by following a variety of news sites. There are so many governors and mayors and CEOs and school boards and nonprofit leaders that are having to decide each day what the next right thing is. A Colorado educator summed up our choices well when he discussed closing schools. He said, it is important for our community to remember that these measures were enacted out of an abundance of caution and to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. West Grand Superintendent Darren Peppard added, we did not enter into this decision lightly. In the end, it will be impossible to know if we overreacted or did too much, but it will be quite apparent if we underreacted or did too little. We're all left without a roadmap in these times and are having to learn from each other and from others around the world facing this challenge. We are looking to doctors and scientists and researchers to guide us. We are even turning to history to see what we can learn from past pandemics. I read an article about Philadelphia leaders choosing not to cancel a parade in 1918 when the Spanish flu was making its way through the country. Within 72 hours of the parade, every bed in Philadelphia's 31 hospitals was filled, and eventually 2,600 people died in the city from flu complications. This was much higher than the death rates in other cities who canceled large public events and put restrictions in place for gathering. So I'm thankful that we have so many people trying to decide what the next right thing to do is. Another thing I'm thankful for, I just keep seeing social media posts are so uplifting. In these hard times, people are trying to decide what the next right thing to do is. It's so easy to only think of ourselves. Think of what our immediate needs are. We make our lists. We head out to stores before everything is gone. We plan ahead for what could be weeks of staying in. Now, don't get me wrong. Self-care is very important. We have to stay strong and healthy so we can help care for our families and for others who may need us. If we become weak because we haven't eaten, then we certainly can't help anyone else. But there's something beautiful about only taking enough and not taking so much that you take away from someone else. And there's something beautiful about the people who look up from their own lists, who look past their current worries and fears, who look into the eyes of others and see their needs and their worries. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about what each of us can do in the moment we are in to not only help others, but to also bring a little joy to ourselves as we do it. I'm part of a mama bear group, and we always remind ourselves that we are better together. We may not be able to be physically together right now, but we can still stand together. We are stronger when we work together and get through a crisis together. 
There are some organizations making wonderful choices to give people options for entertainment. Uh, for example, the Metropolitan Opera will be streaming productions at no charge while they're closed. Scholastic has set up a learn-from-home website for kids. Drive-in theaters are opening for people to watch movies from their cars with their families. And the list could just go on and on. I'm sure that you could add to this list from local businesses and organizations in your communities. In this podcast, I want to mention a few of some of the wonderful things that individuals and communities are doing to think outside of their own worries and to work to help others. According to the Edinburgh Live Daily News, a convenience store in Edinburgh has been giving away coronavirus packs to the elderly for free. The packs contain a roll of toilet paper, hand wash, a package of pocket tissues, and a packet of acetaminophen. Local residents over the age of 65 can pick up a packet. Some staff members even safely deliver packages to those residents who can get to the store. Their kindness has been very appreciated and is really hopefully inspiring others to do the same. Here's another story. When an older couple in Oregon needed groceries, they decided that they would drive to the local Safeway and pick up a few items. When they arrived, however, they were worried about being exposed to the coronavirus. They waited in their car for 45 minutes until they spotted a young woman, professional runner Rebecca Mera. They cracked their window and asked for her assistance. The couple, in their 80s, explained that they had no family in town to assist, but they needed a few essentials. They handed Mera a $100 bill and asked her to shop for them. She agreed and came back to the car with their groceries and their change. When Mara's story went viral, she commented that helping was the right thing to do. Here's another example of the right thing to do. When the NBA suspended its season, Cleveland Cavaliers player Kevin Love donated $100,000 to help support the team arena's hourly arena employees after the NBA games were suspended. He knew that people losing work because of shutdowns would be vulnerable during this time. He really inspires all of us to think of others who may be struggling financially. Elementary students at St. Anthony's in Columbus, Nebraska, made cards for people in quarantine in their area. The teachers and students understood that isolation is lonely and can increase anxiety and worries for some people. We all need to know that we are remembered. When coronavirus concerned canceled their daughter's bat mitzvah party, the Schmidman family turned the food into meal deliveries for people in quarantine in their New York area. The food for the event was already prepared, so the Schmidman family told the caterers to package it up for delivery. Volunteers safely delivered it to those in need. We can all find ways to avoid contact, but still do what is right. They delivered about 150 boxes of food. Local Jewish communities in New York sent care packages to a local university whose students were in quarantine after a student tested positive for coronavirus. The packages contained snacks and challah and grape juice for use on the Sabbath for students stuck in the dorms. People around the world are making personal phone calls again. That seems easy enough but we often forget how comforting it can be to be remembered and to hear a human voice. The calls don't have to be long to be meaningful. 
Call an elderly person who may not have seen anyone in days. Call someone who is a caregiver and touch base. Read a book over the phone or FaceTime to kids to give the parents a break for a few minutes. Small deeds can have a great effect. Order groceries to be sent to someone who may be struggling financially or who may just need treats to brighten their day. Many local stores are delivering to homes for a small fee to cover their expenses. People are picking up on the idea of sending food to others to make a difference in their communities. It helps keep the stores open, and it keeps people out of large groups at the same time. Know someone who lost paychecks? Call their local utility company and make a payment on their account. Pay their phone or light bill. Many local congregations are using this as an outreach tool as a way to keep serving others while still social distancing. Give away what you have stored as extra. Jennifer Lee gave out face masks to people who had to be out in Singapore. A woman in a grocery store gave an elderly woman some of the toilet paper she just bought. There are many things we can do to get through this pandemic together. We can make our communities healthier and stronger by serving others as we also care for ourselves. We can really do both well. It doesn't have to be either or. So your challenge, find the next right thing that you can do this week. Look to see the stories of the people around you. Look to see who is most affected by the shutdowns, by all of this crisis related to the pandemic going around globally. Find something that you can use your resources and your talents to do to make a difference in your community. We can all touch lives and still be safe and effective in stopping this pandemic. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Look to See Me podcast. I hope you'll stay well and healthy for the upcoming week and we'll return for the next episode.